Hey, welcome to the Northridge Kids Parent Podcast. We're super excited that you're tuning in. Uh, this is relevant for the month of July 2022. I'm here with all of my friends. and We have new people on the podcast this uh, month. We have, as normal, Maddie. Hello. And Kristen. Hello. And then a new addition, uh, summer intern for Northridge Kids this summer, uh, Majestic Green. I was going to announce your whole name, but just Majestic Green. It's good. Can you say hey? Hello, children of Jesus of Nazareth. <laughs> that's the best. That's the best intro we've ever had. I have to say that. So, uh, well, let's jump into what's relevant for the month of July, 2022. Maddie, what are our preschool kids going to be learning this month? Yes. So the series title for preschool is Two by Two. Um, it'll be focusing on Genesis six, nine, Noah and the flood. Um, and the main question or focus is why is obedience important? Mm. Um, and then with that, the memory verse is Ephesians six, one children obey your parents because you belong to the Lord. Every parent is just jumping for joy (laughs) right now. It's like, yes, that's what they need. (laughs) (laughs) Especially with summer, right? That's right. Toddler parents are really (laughs) excited about that. So, Mm -hmm. nice. What about our elementary students? Yeah, elementary, I'm really excited about. It's called Taste and See, um, and it's a series where they're just working through different psalms, which I think is super neat. Um, It's praise psalms, trust, thanksgiving, lament, um, and we have some creative elements in large group of them, like practicing praying, practicing praising, um, things of that sort. Um, And then, yeah, so with that, the bright ideas are focused on, like, God makes himself known through creation, God's worthy of worship and praise, God's with us in our struggles, um, and then focus on God's love as well. And the memory verse for this month is Psalm 105, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Nice. So we're doing something new uh, in the month of July and August with mm-hmm. our elementary students that we've, uh, I think different campuses at different time have tried versions of this, but we're doing kind of like a programmatic planned approach uh, for a reason, which we're doing, we're calling it for our volunteers, at least large group focus. Mm-hmm. Um, and over the next, I think it's like 10 weeks or so. Uh, and basically what that means is normally throughout the year, uh, we do a big emphasis on small groups, which we're not saying that we're not emphasis on relationships, but we know that small group leaders, you know, they pour out, they pour out, they pour out, and we wanted to honor them and give them a kind of a a break throughout the summer. Uh, So we put more time in that large group slot. We're still going to have small group assistants that are on their normal schedule, and they'll have some time to debrief what they learn. But I'm really excited about all the effort that the Kidsmen team has put into planning different elements of fun games and learning environments. Like Maddie was saying, there's inside a large group practicing praying and and doing these things as a kids ministry kindergarten through um, fifth grade with musical elements and a lot of fun things of engaging um, service and environment for the elementary kids. Anything Mm -hmm. to add to that? We're really, I'm really excited. I didn't do a lot of work on it, but uh, (laughs) you guys did. You guys crushed it. Uh, nice. And so, uh, anything else to add for preschool and elementary students? I don't think so. so. Mm -hmm. One thing to add, we'll have a preschooler at this summer. So we move into the, (gasps) my wife probably doesn't like me saying that. I keep saying (laughs) I'm excited about it, but she is currently not. There'll be a day where I'm not excited. (laughs) I know that, but I am excited about him. Uh, every day we pick him up in the nursery every Sunday. They're like, He's really ready to move up. He's, <laughs> he's getting a little too brave. And so uh, we'll have a preschooler. So that will be obey your parents. We could, can we do that in August too? Or no, 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 there kidding. you go. Revisit. <laughs> yeah, we'll revisit that. So good. 
Uh, well, awesome. We want to introduce Majestic a little bit more. You know, his intro was was delicious and fire and all those things. And so, uh, so Majestic, where where are you from? I am from Rochester, New York. Nice. That's pretty local, right? <laughs> <laughs> nice. And so well, we, we're excited about having uh, Majestic on team, not only for the fact of he's local, but also you're local, right? And so that means that you don't have to leave us at the end of the summer, <laughs> like so many summer interns have. We, we tried it last year with Maddie. We liked how it turned out. Uh, <laughs> stuck and around. So we stuck around. And so trying it again with you. Uh, so cool. Well, you graduated recently, right? Yes. And it wasn't from middle school. It, it was, where, where'd you graduate from? I graduated from Monroe Community College. Yeah, with what is your degree in? Uh, culinary arts. So we got a chef for us, though. That's good. So snack time is going to about the next level up, right? <laughs> is that what I'm learning? I'm a terrible baker. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's, that's a fun fact right there. Yeah. What's the best dish you've ever made? Um, chicken marsala. Chicken Marsala. Okay, well, next week when we have a kids' team meeting, I'm just that's a joke. Uh, so, what's the worst dish you've ever made? Oh, man. Uh, red velvet cupcakes. Oh, okay. There it is. What made them terrible? Well, per se, um, if you were my professor at that given moment, it wasn't a good day. <laughs> it was not a good day. We had to use food coloring or like dye. So that's how they make the color of it. And oh my gosh, it was everywhere. Like it was on the stand mixer. It was on the <laughs> table to a point where, you know, my classmates started to make fun of me. So that was <laughs> oh, that's quite a... the spectacle of the day. That's good. <laughs> when did you know you wanted to go and like become a chef or, or go to culinary school? Um, I've kind of been in the kitchen all of my life watching like my grandmother and my mother and father. And I was cooking at a, a very young age, actually, and it kind of just carried over. And then I went to school for it, and I loved it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we're glad to have you this summer. Uh, two last questions, and then we'll, we'll keep going. Uh, what is the bravest thing you've ever done? I got on a roller coaster. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't like roller coasters, no. right? I already knew that answer. That's the only reason. So what is your uh, best summer memory? Proposing to my fiance. Oh, which happened a few weeks ago, right? Yes. Yeah. When did you propose? It was. Do you remember what date it was? June. I graduated June second, second, third, fourth, fifth. June sixth. Oh, June sixth. Nice, nice, awesome. Well, that leads us into our next segment, which is uh, striving for a strong summer. So basically, we want to talk for this parent discipleship moment uh, for you in the month of July. Summer has. Uh, this is my favorite question. One of my favorite questions to ask, you know, Rochesterians is like, when does summer start? Uh, and I get so many different answers. Some say Memorial Day weekend, some say 4th of July weekend. Some say when it first turns 80, which is very deceptive. Um, so, uh, so summer has at least officially started for even the late bloomers that say 4th of July is the kickoff. So, uh, so we want, you know, the kids are home. Uh, unless you have preschoolers that may attend a preschool or a daycare all throughout the year. Uh, but your elementary kids, your younger kids, or even they're at home more. Uh, and even if you're a parent who has to work, they're still having to go somewhere. Uh, and how we want to answer the question of how can you make the most of your summer with whatever age kids you may be. So who wants to jump in? What's one tip or hack that you may have? 
Well, I think that one of, um, we, we, as we were talking about this a little bit, one of the things that we felt was really important is just as a parent to be prepared yourself. So start off by, you know, whether that's spending some time reading God's word or spending some time in prayer before your kids get up. Um, it could be joining a Bible study or a book club for the summer, um, which we happen to have. Yeah. So if you're listening to this on release week, uh, the equip summer book clubs will be closing, uh, at the end of the first week of July. So that this week. Uh, so if you want to, um, register for those you still have a few moments and Kristen's leading a book club uh, called Mama Bear Apologetics which is for anybody who cares for or is leading or raising the next generation how to address cultural lies uh, from a biblical perspective. Maddie is leading out on a book club for Atypical Woman which is about Mm -hmm. biblical womanhood, right? Yep. Is that the right way to say that? Yep. I had a lot of words in my head. I was like, wait. Is that <laughs> you got it. Yeah. And so, and there's other uh, book clubs that you can find on northridgeequip.com. Uh, that is the end of the commercial. So, yeah. <laughs> so be prepared. What else, Kristen, after, other than be prepared? I was gonna say, I think for a lot of parents, at least being the only one here at the table that has school age kids. That's right. Um, for those of us that, you know, it's a, it's a big change when summer comes, like when kids have been at school all year and now all of a sudden they're at home 24 seven. So it's a big change for parents. Um, obviously there's some wonderful things that we all look forward to, but it, it, it is a change. And so I think sometimes just even having another parent that you can call on or talk to somebody to kind of help keep you accountable, like. Uh, there's just challenges that come along with all that extra time together and knowing how to use that time wisely and still get all the things done that you as a parent need to get done. And so having somebody that you can call on and be able to talk to and just say like, oh, today's a rough day. Like, I need some help. Could you pray for me? Um, I think that could be another really helpful tool for parents, maybe to set that up, you know, right now before we really dive into summer real far. Um, is to kind of set up some of those routines for yourself or just establish some of those friendships that can kind of help carry you through the rest of the summer. And I think, too, that can, like, create opportunity for a connection of community, like, that trickles to your kids, too. Because I remember growing up, like, that's what I always felt. Like, summer was kind of lonely after, like, being at school with all my (laughs) friends. And then I'm just there with my brothers, which they're great. But my mom would, like, meet weekly with a few other moms. And that gave us a chance to see other kids, too, and, like, get outside of just our family circle especially it was lonely for me i'm only kid so (laughs) it's like summer was like like, oh yay it's summertime Mm -hmm. which i did like summer so i'm not saying i hated summer but it was Mm -hmm. definitely could be lonely if you didn't have that as a plan uh yeah another one i mean it can be hard to like plan things right Mm -hmm. and so i think one of the best things is depending on the age of your kids if they can ask the question (laughs) all right if they can answer the question i think a good just a tip on planning is Maybe just ask your kids, like, what do you, what would be fun for you? Like, if we have a family day coming up, like, mom or dad's going to be home from work on a Friday, like, what do you want to do? Uh, I think that's something that we neglect. It could be easy to neglect as a parent. I was just, like, feeling like you have to plan everything. Like, I got to be on top of everything, the, the family calendar and taking kids here or there. Like, obviously, if they, like, go to Disney World, like, maybe you can't pull that <laughs> off, but... Um, you know, you can say, where's somewhere you would like to go that's within an hour, you know, or something like that. That could be just an easy, low-hanging fruit uh, because we need to be prepared spiritually and leading 
our kids and our family spiritually. But at the, at the beginning of every day, it's, it's all about connecting with them relationally as well. Cause if you don't have a relationship founded and spend good quality time with them without your phones or distractions, like, um, then you won't have the, the foundation to build on with biblical principles and those other things. Yeah. I think, um, I am, I fall into the category of not being a planner. Like I'm, it's not something that naturally comes to me or something that I enjoy. I prefer to like kind of fly by the seat of my pants typically as probably most of you at the table know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so I think that's one of the things I love about summer is that it is more flexible. The schedule is a little more loose, but I have found that even for somebody like myself that I don't love a plan, Um, it really helps to have some kind of plan in place. Like for my kids, it might be a matter of like, I used to, every day I'd have a little index card for them and it was, you know, these are the things that you have to accomplish today before you turn on the TV or before you go play at a friend's house. I'm sure your kids love that. One of your kids is sitting at the end of the table right now. She's probably rolling her eyes. Um, But it really helped, like just having some kind of plan in place. um, You know, I think it helps just make things easier for you that you're not constantly thinking like, okay, that took them five minutes. Now I have to come up with something else to occupy them. Mm -hmm. So having some kinds of plan in place um, I think can be helpful too, even yeah. for people who don't. Yeah. The best thing for me, you know, I grew up in the middle of nowhere, Arkansas and, <laughs> and my mom, when I we got old enough, you know, once I turned about, I think 15, that's when I started working on the, the farm, like literally every day from like seven to seven. So, but I think I had like two glory years of, you know, being old enough to stay at home, um, by myself as an only kid for a few days throughout the summer. But my mom would always have that list on the table. She's like, this better be done before I get home for lunch. <laughs> And like she got home for lunch. And so if I slept in at all, I'm like, oh crap, I have so much to do. I got to do the dishes, take out the trash, mow the yard. Like I just have so like, yeah. um, but, but that's all great, you know, job training great memories. For kids. Well, and it's great job training for like, they learn how to manage their time. You know, if you wait until the half hour before mom pulls in the you're driveway, like, go, 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 you're go. Gonna be really quick. Yeah. I think that even for families that have little kids, summer's a great opportunity to just you know, we've talked here about giving kids more responsibilities and yeah. helping them to step up to that. Summer's a great time to be able to do that. You know, if mm. you have a little more flexibility or a little more time in your schedule, like you can really walk alongside of them and, you know, hey, for the summer, you know, one year we did, okay, Tuesday night is going to be McKaylee's night to make dinner and Thursday night is going to be Aniston's night. So hey, you're hey, going to hey. pick it. And then I'm going to help you learn how to cook it. And Taco we have Bell. continued that. In fact, last <laughs> night, my daughter, McKaylee, made dinner completely by herself. It's a wonderful thing. There so, you, <laughs> you know, even just starting off little kids with small tasks of, you know, helping them. I want you to set the table tonight or whatever. Summer's a good time to, to mm-hmm. kind of maybe start some of those things because they're not bogged down with, oh, I've got to get schoolwork done. And yeah. they've got a little more real, time. Real life skills, right? Yes. Nice. Job training. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Well, how about this? Let's end with one recommended resource off the top of your head. I know we did. you didn't plan for this. This is all on me. Um, or maybe it's just one good video you watch that we could link uh, in the show notes on YouTube that could be helpful for parents uh, or a book that you've recently read uh, that could be helpful that we have not yet recommended. I was going to go with Mama Bear Apologetics since you just gave it a shout yeah. out. Um, it is a really good book. Um, if you have any interest at all in worldview, which is a, is a topic that I think is really important for yeah. us as parents to be aware of right now, um, there's so much 
untruth being told to our children. Mm. And so Mama Bear Apologetics is a great book to really help you figure out um, what are some of the different worldviews, what is the good that's a part of some of these, but also what's the bad, and how do you talk to your kids about these things? What kinds of questions can you ask them to get them thinking as well? Yeah. So even if you can't join the book club, yeah, that's, I, would, yeah, definitely, I, gonna add that, I yeah. would definitely recommend reading the book. Yeah, and we'll link that book down in the show notes, uh, Amazon link if you want to buy that. Uh, and I'm going to recommend as well, uh, there was a podcast that I listened to called Dad Tired, uh, and Dad Tired interviewed the author of Mama Bear Apologetics. He did, uh, I love Dad Tired podcast, so if there's any dads out there listening, um, have kids of any age, it's a really helpful um, podcast about how to practically lead your family uh, spiritually. Um, and so um, just in that, he re- interviews the author of Mama Bear Apologetics. I have a good conversation of how she got started uh, doing the ministry that she is doing, as a writer, as a speaker, um, as a Christian thinker, uh, and it's really good. He does a whole series, I think four or five parts, on apologetics, which is just equipping your kids to answer the big questions about where do we come from, where are we going, especially if they're going to uh, school and hearing some different perspectives that maybe aren't rooted in, rooted in biblical truth, um, and so how they can attach that as well. That's great that you mentioned dad tired because mama bear, even though it says mama bear in the title, it doesn't mean that it's just for women. I've read the book. And so it's, it's a great resource. She has two parts to the book. One, uh, part two is all about mama bear apologetics with an emphasis towards sexuality. So if you're struggling in that specific area to help your kids think well and think biblically, that's a good secondary book that she put out. I think, I think it released this past year even. Um, and so that's a, another good resource. Matt, do you got anything to throw in there? I know we did it off the cuff, uh, but yeah, we recommended three resources <laughs> all tied to Von Bear apologetics. So <laughs> that's good. Well, thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Northridge kids parent podcast for July, 2022. Hope it's been helpful and it's a joy to partner with you to see more kids become uh, better followers of Jesus.